Hello and welcome to the Post to Post podcast. It is podcast number 82. I should say welcome back to the podcast because this is the first podcast that we have done. Uh, well, this is really the first anything that we've done in probably the past month. I think the last video that we released on the channel was August 26th. We are filming this on Saturday, September 28th. It will release on Sunday, September 29th. And it is the first podcast of season four of Post to Post. And uh, yeah, we're back. So took the summer off, basically. Did a lot of personal things. Uh, I went camping a bunch. Went on some road trips. Mm-hmm. You went back to school. Went and back to school. Still got, doing your thing. Got some learning done. Got, you got learnt. I got learnt. Yeah. I got more learnt coming up, too. I'm, I'm still getting learnt. Who sings The Boys Are Back? In is that Thin Lizzy? Uh, yes, it is. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, we. I would play that right now if I had licensing for it, but I don't. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, so uh, there's been lots to, to, there's been, I mean, there's been a ton that happened that we have to talk about, but uh, we'd be here for three hours going over everything in the summer that happened. But and some fans out there would say, "Heck yeah, yeah!" And some I fans want my three would be hours. Like, just some fans are like, "Kill me now, yeah, kill me." So now. so we'll try to. So this is technically the start of season four of Post to Post. I started it at the beginning of 2017 in January, so we were already halfway through that season. So uh, 16, 17, and then 17, 18, and then 18, 19, and then this season. Uh, 1920. So. Post to post 4.0. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh, we have a couple of things uh, to discuss, a little, little bit of news about us. Um, we're going to go over the preseason standings as of today, uh, which is Saturday because we can't film this tomorrow because I'm not going to be in town. So we're filming it Saturday and it's going to release uh, when you hear this on Sunday. And so I'm going to go over the preseason standings as of today and then talk about some contracts that happened uh, recently, contract signings. Right on. And then maybe some more news at the end. Okay. And, uh, yeah, should be about an hour-ish, 40, 40 minutes to an hour today. Um, yeah, you ready to get jump into it? I'm ready. Let's do this. All right, so coming up on this channel, there's going to be uh, a couple of videos, and by couple, I mean roughly 10 to 15 in the next two weeks. Um, there are seven Jersey videos to do. Uh, and that's about the New Jerseys that came out. Like Edmonton has a New Jersey. LA Kings have a New Jersey. Buffalo has a New Jersey. Um, who else? Calgary has a New Jersey. Uh, Winnipeg. There's a bunch of teams that have these New Jerseys. And I have to ask the question. <laughs> Does New Jersey have a New Jersey? No, they don't. Uh, <laughs> okay. Not that I know of anyway. I've been pretty disconnected Dang. from the world of hockey. I honestly did not follow a bit of hockey all summer long. Me neither. I found about, I found out about the Mitch Marner signing three days after it happened. Oh, oh that's bad. <clears throat> I, I didn't follow either. I don't have a reason for it. I just got so involved in other things, things that were higher in priority for me. The off season in hockey is a little cray cray anyway. Uh, all the speculation and here in uh, in this part of Canada, I guess in all of Canada. Uh, a lot of the hockey news comes out of Toronto, so it's mm. all about Toronto. It's based in Toronto. It's obsessed with Toronto, and I ain't exactly. I ain't, and and that's what uh, yeah. Speak of the devil, but uh, no, I didn't really pay attention. And frankly, I'm, I'm here, and I will be here whenever you want me to be here. Mm -hmm. I'm still not feeling it. Yeah, like we've got the 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 regular season starting in the middle of this coming week, and I'm not feeling it. At all. I was not feeling it until about two days ago. And then I looked at the schedule and I'm like, oh, wow. The season starts literally next week. That's and another. Then I, I kind of started getting excited. That's another factor. I've never seen a month on the calendar go by so fast yeah. as September went by. It's insane. It. I wrote down the day. <laughs> this is how 
how fast time is traveling. Yesterday, I was at a meeting at work, and on the top of my notebook, I always jot down the date, mm -hmm. and I jot down the time, and over on the other side, the room number and the building number we're in, because these meetings take place. And then I do an attendance of everybody else who was at the meeting. Like, I do that every time. Mm -hmm. I go to the date, and I write down 27 September, 1989. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, that's a little strange, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was really strange. I mean, <laughs> why? Why? 1989, and nine, I, 30 years ago. Like, I knew it ended in nine. So, I was it's got, obviously, 2019 is what I was hoping to write. You got one of the four numbers right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just, I don't know, man. Mm. Uh, that's just, September went so quick that it, it spun me around. I was expecting for you to be, say, like, oh, I wrote down, like, September 14th or something like that. And here it is, September... 26. No, no, you went all the way back to 1989. <laughs> when I screw up, I don't mess around. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, yeah, there's seven Jersey videos. We're going to do four divisional prediction videos. Um, so we'll try and predict the Atlantic, the Metro. We do this every year. You can expect all four of those videos to release before the season starts, which is Tuesday night. So I'm hoping that we can film those either tomorrow morning or Monday night and then release them all or some Monday night and some Tuesday or all Tuesday. So keep an eye out for, for those. If you're not cool. subscribed to the channel, hope you can go down and hit the subscribe button and click that little bell down below too because you'll get notified of uh, our, our uploads. Uh, we also have, I, I also have one logo ranking video that was filmed in June that I need to edit <laughs> and release. Uh, Kale's in that. Uh, I have one card unboxing video that Kale and I did too. Uh, I need to edit that and release it. That probably won't come for another two weeks. It's a bit complicated to edit, unfortunately. And then we have to do the Jersey giveaway for June, July, and August, and soon September. So wow. there'll be three Jersey giveaway videos coming in the next 10 days-ish, 10 to 14 days. And they're going to be d distinct separate videos each time? Yes. Actually, what I'll do is I'll probably we'll make one for June. We'll, I'll air it. We'll wait a week because if I don't hear back from the person, then right. the Jersey that they... Oh, yeah, that's right. Like they you have, have to let to the choose. person decide. Yeah before you have a remaining pool of jerseys. So that's why there needs to be a delay. Exactly. Got it. So maybe w the way September will work is the first week in September, or sorry, <laughs> the first week in October. There you go. <laughs> will be June's jersey giveaway. Uh, the second week in, in October will be July's 3rd, August, and 4th, September. Uh, we'll and we're basically the, caught up. We're basically caught up and then ready for October's jersey giveaway in November. In November. <laughs> <laughs> so um, there are quite a bit of videos coming, and that's... That's just what we have right now. Obviously, there's going to be uh, suspensions or there's going to be topics to, to discuss right away, maybe a trade. I'd, who knows? So mm -hmm. uh, we'll, we'll make some, some videos on that stuff too. Um, the podcast will be coming back uh, every single Sunday. We're going to do it every single Sunday, um, as long as that's okay with, with oh, you. Yeah. Um, Not going far. There are potential big changes coming, though, to post-to-post. -post. Mm -hmm. um, not, not massive changes, but more massive for me in my personal life. And uh, there's a chance that I'm moving. I can't really say any more than that right now, but uh, I will be able to say more than that uh, probably in about a week's time. So the next podcast, I'll fill you guys in on everything, but uh, there, there are definitely changes coming. Good changes. Um, good changes, good I think. Changes. Well, good and bad changes. Just yeah, yeah, complicated changes in a way, but good changes and yeah, good. I think good changes long term. So yeah, and and at the other end where the viewers are through that screen there, hmm. they're continual continual uh, enjoyment of product will continue. Wow. How's that for 
putting together many big words. That, um, that was yeah. interesting. But, but I, what I'm trying to say very poorly is that they'll still get their fix of post to post. Uh, yes. In whatever different realm it may take. But yes, and hopefully um, it'll be better. So that's good, I guess. <laughs> uh, I am going to have a contest coming up at uh, the beginning of November. We're going to have a contest. I can't say what it is yet, but I will say sharpen your coloring pencils. Uh-huh. Or pencil pencil crayon. Do you say colored pencils or pencil crayons? I would say colored pencils myself. Is that a Canadian U.S. thing? I say colored pencils. Yeah. I think. Like one of the things that we see in Canada, of course, because we are a, a, a bilingual country and we have bilingual packaging in English and French, the French word for pencil is crayon. So if you, I think, <laughs> I am taking French, but it's been a while. I know a pen is a stylo, but but in pen, you know, pencil in French is crayon. So if you have colored pencils, the box is going to say pencils, crayons, mm. because crayons is the French word for pencils. So I think a Canadian might be more prone to saying, because to me, a crayon is a wax thing. Mm. It's a thing of wax. I agree. And it was great for me because when I was colorblind, the the Crayola crayons had the name of the color written on the side. Hmm. Oh, that's violet. Yes, yes. Not just dark blue, exactly. which is what I would have thought. So I was really happy about that. Do you know what pen is in German? Or maybe it's pencil. I can't remember. It's either pen or pencil. Kugelschreiber. Ooh. It's like K-U-G-E-L-S-C-H-R-I-B-E-R or something like that. It's like 13 letters. It's ridiculous for the word pen <laughs> or pencil. <laughs> like in English. Got a pen? Yeah. Well, what would all the hockey players doing <laughs> autographs? You know, like, oh, I, I would like your autograph. Do you got a Kugelschreiber? Kugelschreiber. <laughs> Kugelschreiber. I think it's that. It's something like that. Uh, that's um, a, I got to love the Germans. <clears throat> Anyways, let's move on to some hockey news. Have you watched any of the preseason games whatsoever? I or followed anything. I have followed a little bit. Mm-hmm. I have followed a little bit because Craft uh, Hockeyville had their game last week in Bathurst. The Renews game was in Bathurst, mm. and at the same time, a split squad of of Montreal versus Florida was playing in the Bell Center, mm-hmm. and Montreal won both games. Uh, the Hockeyville game was a four three, and I think the Bell Center game was a five four in a shootout. So. I didn't take long the next morning to put the scores up on my little Skype for business profile in case anyone else who's on my friends list wanted oh to know the God. scores. Montreal actually won both games last night against Florida and uh, isn't that great. And then they 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 pooped the bed against Toronto a couple of times now. So mm. I, I really haven't been paying deep attention though, not really. Have you looked at the standings? Uh, I did look at the standings, but probably a couple of nights ago, not okay. not immediate standings. Well, I will tell you the standings Why as don't you? of today. I'm going to write them down. Now, these will be a little different because when you guys hear this and listen to this, um, it'll be the day after, so these standings will change because there is games tonight. Games tonight, big games tonight. Big games. These are the last games where some of these rookies that are trying to get the roster, at yeah. least in the first 10 games of the roster, they're going to be playing their guts out yeah. to try to make the team uh, for the opening night whenever that may be for individual teams next week coming. So um, it's big games tonight. They, they don't mean a lot for the standings or for the overall fan base, but they mean a lot for these kids. Yeah, generally preseason means absolutely nothing, but internally it means a lot yep. to a lot of the players. So Okay, so here's the standings as of right now in the Atlantic. Uh, Detroit with nine points, Montreal with eight, Boston with eight, Toronto with eight, Ottawa with six, Buffalo with six, Tampa Bay with five, 
and Florida with five. It's interesting how the preseason, and this is a, a really good example of why the preseason doesn't matter. Do yeah. you really think that Detroit's going to end the season on top of the Atlantic? Probably it, not. If you take all those standings and just do that, yeah. you're probably going to be. And for the audio listeners, you just flipped your hand. I just sure. flipped my hand around 180 degrees yeah. because Florida, Florida's going to be a damn good team this they year are very with, good. with Bob. Uh, and Tampa Bay is Tampa Bay. Mm. And Boston is Boston. So you take the Atlantic and you flip around and you'll find Detroit and Ottawa at the bottom. You would, yeah. <laughs> and, well, you never know. We might be surprised, but I, I think so. I think you're right. I hope we're surprised. Yeah. Uh, in the Metro, New Jersey with 10 points, Washington with eight, New York Islanders with eight, Pittsburgh with six, Carolina with five, Columbus with five, Philly with five, and the Rangers with four. Again, I think the Rangers are going to be a better team this year. Mm-hmm. I don't see them in last place in this division. I don't see them in last. No, uh, I don't. I, I think Columbus will take quite a fall with all the losses that they've had, but we'll see. And I don't see New Jersey in first either. No, no offense no. to New Jersey, but it's just the Metro has some strong talent in there. So, yeah. Uh, Central, Nashville with 10, St. Louis with 8, Dallas with 6, Minnesota with 6, Chicago with 5, Winnipeg with 5, and Colorado with 4. Yeah. So. Again, I don't really see Colorado at the bottom. I could see Nashville at the top of, right. of the Central this year. Uh, I think Chicago's going to be better. Minnesota, eh, I think Minnesota's going to be worse than mid, mid-range. Um, it's going to be an inter- interesting division this year. Mm-hmm. If we go over to the Pacific, LA has nine, Vegas has eight, Arizona with eight, Vancouver with eight, Anaheim with five, Calgary with seven, Edmonton with six, and San Jose with two. Yeah, it's pretty much reversed, isn't it? N- not totally. Like, Vegas will be up there, but... San- uh, San, San Jose should San Jose, be. two points. Well, what are they doing? Yeah. Well, they, they must just be resting up every day. <laughs> they must be two points. <laughs> they got so many old guys now. Hey, hey don't well, insult the San Jose Sharks. They do. They're they're ancient. Whatever. There's just rub A535 all through the dressing room. <laughs> the, the smell probably knocked you over. They don't need smelling salts. It's just a jar of, of that. Geritol. <laughs> um, what's Ben Gay? Um, it's an ointment that's uh, for muscle pain. Is it for old people? Uh, yeah, I guess it's for old people and other people who Do have you similar. Use it? I've never, never used it in my life. Okay. But, but, but I'm not that there's anything <laughs> wrong with that. What? No. <laughs> I just meant because you're old. Oh, well, there's nothing wrong with that either. No, there's not. It's better than the alternative. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I guess. Um, okay. So uh, there's been... 40 to 50 plus contracts signed this year. Yeah. I'm not going to go through them all. I'm just going to touch on some of the big ones in the last couple of weeks. Greatest hits. Patrick Laine. Do you know what his new contract is? I do. Excellent. I will read it out loud for the people who don't. <laughs> 6.75 million per year for two years. We could go pretty in depth with a lot of these contracts mm-hmm. and say, oh, well, why is this person getting paid this much to this person? And we might do that a little bit, but I just, all I want to know is, is Patrick Line worth, and I'm going to do this for every one of these people, is, Pat, is in this case, Line is Patrick Line worth 6.75 a year? Yes. I agree. Now, if I was, I don't know whose decision it was to limit it to two years. He's 21 years old. This is the time when you'd bust out, if you're a Sidney Crosby or someone, and he's not, he's not quite a Sidney Crosby, but this is the time when you'd bust out, mm. you'd go for seven or eight mil for five years or six years and become the franchise player. And that's not happening here. He had a little slow, bit of a slow year last year. He yeah. Had, uh, I think 50 points last year. Yeah. I think he can do a little bit better than that. Two years, let's show you, let's show the team what, what we can do. 
and uh, get that big contract after that, I think. I think it's actually a good deal for them to get him I think so for that too. money right now. He's a goal scorer. Yeah. It, there's not a lot of them. Like, pure goal scorer, score, there's not a lot of them in the in the league. So. If, he, if he plays up to his potential in the next two years, and, it, and then he's 23 at his potential, he'll be calling for 10 mil mm-hmm. minimum. And I don't know if Winnipeg can afford it, but they're going to want to. They'll have to. Yeah. Um, moving on, mm-hmm. Matthew Kachuk. Yep. Do you know what it is? I do. Okay. Uh, seven year, seven million per year for three years. Yeah. Is he worth seven million per year? Oh, it's it's tough. It, it's he's right on the edge there. I really like this player. Mm-hmm. I really like the energy that he brings to the team, and he's he's, he's grit and a grinder, and and he's 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 badass. Mm-hmm. Um, I like all of that. I don't know if I like seven million dollars worth of it. Really? Because it's it's interesting. They went there first because. Do you know, do you have, do you know how many points he had last year? A lot, seventy seven yeah, points. Yeah, a lot, seventy seven points. He is worth seven million based on seventy seven points plus all the other things that you just mentioned. Yeah, he's a grinder. He's feisty. He's energetic. He gets in people's heads. Like he's he's worth seven million based on his performance, and then all that other stuff you get with him. So mm-hmm. I'm totally on board for yeah, for him being okay. at seven million. Uh, Justin Falk, I believe, was a bit of a sign and trade between Carolina and St. Louis. Correct me if I'm wrong on there wrong there because again, I have not been paying attention to really any hockey news, but uh looks like he signed for 6.5 per year for 7 years. That's that's as good as he could get. I agree. As good cuz he'll be 34 at the other end of this. Mm-hmm. And when you're 30, not that you can't be playing good hockey at 34. We know there are players who are able to, but uh He's he's being a smart guy. Mm-hmm. He's lengthening this out. That's as long as you can get. Yeah, because right? he wasn't signed by the he wasn't yeah. signed by his team. So if Carolina had assigned him prior to July first, yes, he would could have got he could have got eight and then trade. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But look, seven times uh, or, or long term, I don't think six it's and a half. I don't I don't think it's that bad because the, in seven years the salary cap will be a hundred and. $15 million or whatever. Mm. 6.5 is going to be pretty insignificant in the run of things. I think he fits well on the team in St. Louis. Um, I don't think he's a 6.5 player. Um, but I would say, okay, I would say that he's a four point four and a half five million million, $5 million player. We know you have to overpay for defensemen. Yep. 6.5 is where you're at. I yep. think that's that's how they got that number, basically. Yep. Braden Point. Yeah. Six point seven five million per year for three years. I think that's a huge deal. Do you know? Do you know how many points he had last year? No. Ninety-two. Ooh, that's a lot. That is an absolute steal. Not, I think he took less to stay there. I think he did too. And not only did he take less, I don't know if you're aware of this little extra part of the contract. After year three, he's an RFA. Yes, he is. That's cool mm-hmm. because they really have a chance to hang on to him. Mm-hmm. For the fourth year, and he'll be worth whatever whatever the market wants. Exactly. Right? <clears throat> so very smart contract on both sides. Really on both sides. He's obviously happy to be there. I think this group of players, which bowed out so ungracefully in the playoffs, yeah, uh, that in the season that just ended, they have a point to make. Pardon the pun. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't see anybody picking any other team to finish first in the whole league and win the President's Trophy again than these guys. And this time, they're going to be 
I rugged. Think, I think they're pissed. They are. Pissed. I think I think they're legit pissed. Yeah, and they should be, and and the fans should be pissed. Yeah, and I don't know about Cooper. You can't tell if he's pissed or not. Yeah, I'm a little pissed. <laughs> Who knows? Right? Who knows if he's pissed because you just can't see it. Mm. But the rest of them, I think they're. I think they had a really crappy summer. Yep. I think they're going to come out and play extremely physical yeah. because they're. Uh, their neighbors, the Florida Panthers, a big physical team. They're going to be good this year. They're going to be good. I think Tampa Bay is going to be a very physical team this year, mm-hmm. especially against the Atlantic Division. Yeah. So a great deal for both. Absolutely. Um, he's a steal at at that uh, price. He probably could have gone for eight, maybe. Uh, other teams might have paid eight, but he wanted to stay there. Yeah. So. Good on him. Right on. Uh, Shabbat, eight million per year for eight years. Uh, thoughts? I don't have any. I have wonderful thoughts. Okay. I think this is a great deal. He put up 55 points last night. He was basically the only positive thing on the Ottawa. Last night? Or last, last night. Okay. In one <laughs> night? Yeah, okay, definitely. He's worth at least eight million. <laughs> um, 55 points last season. Um, he's the, one of the only positive bright points in Ottawa last year. I think that uh, despite all of the crap that went down in Ottawa, and there was a lot of crap, he still performed. He still produced uh, on the ice, and uh, the fans like him. He seems like a great guy. He's going to be there long term, even before they signed the contract. They already said that they wanted to keep him long term. I think he even said that he planned to stay with Ottawa long term, and obviously he thinks that he just signed an eight-year contract with them. Mm-hmm. Eight million. You overpay for a defenseman. He's a good defenseman. He put up, like I said, fifty-five points last season, not last night, uh, on a team that's on it. Yeah, on Ottawa. Yeah, you have to struggle to get. Yeah points. So when we look at this contract in five years and he's getting paid $8 million, that's going to be a steal, I think. So right I like that a lot. Uh, Brock Besser, yep, $5.875 million per year for three years. Um, I think that's a steal. I do. That's a very, very reasonable contract. Uh, he could have got eight or nine, I think. I would think. And for longer term too. Yeah. So he's three years. He'll still be in RFA, I think, when that when that's up. Yeah, could be. Um, he put up 56 points last year in 69 games. Um, so he, I don't think he's played a season yet of 82 games. I think he had some injury issues and stuff. So, oh, okay. uh, maybe that is why his value mm-hmm. is a little bit lower. Cause they don't know about his health or what his consistency of, of that in that respect, but who knows? Um, Charlie McAvoy, $4.9 million for three years. Um, I think that's a very reasonable contract for a young talented defenseman. I do too. I think he took a discount to stay with Boston, to be honest. He is, he represents somewhat the changing of the guard. Boston has a lot of players that have been around for 10 or more years, and now they have this new crop that's Mm -hmm. starting to move up. And you can't keep the core together forever. You can't keep Bergeron, Krejci, and Chara there. They're not going to be there forever. This guy could become a franchise player. He's only 21. Uh, You pay him a lot of money. It's a lot of money because he's he's had some, some... I don't know, bad decision moments uh, back then. Yeah, when he first came in the league, he was a bit undisciplined. Didn't really like him that much. Over the past year and a half, really liked Charlie McAvoy. And he's a perfect fit for the culture of the Boston Bruins. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's great. And and I think it's a good deal for him. It's a great deal for the team. And hopefully when the three years is up, uh, he'll be worth more and Mm -hmm. they'll be able to pay him because I think he is the face of the Bruins in the future. Yeah, there's a bit of a youth movement uh, gaining speed in in Boston. And he's he's a part of it. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, okay. Last one on the list here I have is Mitch Marner. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I honestly don't really want to talk about it that much just because I'm so sick of hearing his name, but, uh, 10.893 million per year for six years. Uh, he put up 94 points in 82 games last year. Pretty good. 
pretty good season. Uh, incredible season, actually. Very good player. One of yep. my favorite players on uh, the team, definitely. Yeah, and he went at market rate. Uh, it took it took a while to get him locked in, mm-hmm. but they've now done it before the season. So it's much different scenario than with the Nylander thing last year, which really I think affected and infected the team totally agree. all season long. They it can certainly say, hurt him. They can claim that they didn't affect them. Uh, I think it. I think it. Does. I think so too. Uh, so Marner getting him locked in a long term. Uh, it's not really a competition between him and Matthews, but I guess it always is a little they're bit. They're compared, yeah. They're compared. Uh, they're both highly valuable players, and they're both worth every cent, frankly. Mm-hmm. I think that's a great contract for both. I think Toronto got a, a a good deal for a premium player here. I would have paid Marner more than Matthews, just in my personal opinion. Mm-hmm. I think I would have um, too, especially now. But it shines light on Marner versus Braden Point. You've got Mitch Marner, he's 22, I believe. Braden, he is. Braden Point is 23, if my memory serves me correctly. Braden Point is 23, um, yeah. you got a player in Marner who put up 94 points. Point put up 92. Mm-hmm. So there's a two-point difference. It's basically the same uh, offensive production. But you look at the difference in salary, you got six point, what was? Yeah. Uh, 6.75 million per year versus 10.893. Obviously, if you take the term out of the picture, if you remove the six years from Marner, remove the three years from Point, and just go down by pure money per year, that's a substantial difference for basically the same player in in a lot of ways. They're not the same player, but they are in a lot of ways. Um, It really shines light on how good of a deal that Tampa got with Braden Point. Yeah. And how... Toronto. I don't think Toronto overpaid for Mitch Marner. I don't think so either. I just think... But you look at Julian Brisbois and you look at uh, Kyle Dubas. Uh, they're both very smart guys. Yeah. But when you look at the at the end of this coming season, when you look at points per dollars per point, let's say, <laughs> or dollars per minute of ice time, mm-hmm. I think Braden Point is going to win all of those metrics. All of them. Mm-hmm. And, and he'll win them next year and the year after. Um, but I... I Still think I agree with you. Marner's not a bad signing, mm-hmm. like money wise. It's it's not so much that Marner is being overpaid; it's that point. Yes, could have got more. It's not a shot against Marner's personality, and I'm not saying that he's he shouldn't get paid eleven million dollars, whatever. I think NHL players in general are underpaid com, underpaid compared to the rest of the professional sport leagues. Absolutely, but it's a really a testament to Point's personality um, that he's willing to take so much less money to play where he wants to play. Um, I think if Mitch Marner really, 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 really wanted to play in Toronto, he wouldn't be taking close to $11 million per year. He would try and help a team that is already in salary cap hell take a little bit less for maybe less years to help the team. Not not that he should, not that any player should do that to help the team, but when a, when a player like Crosby does it uh, or a player like Point does it, takes less money, it really sh- shines a light on their personality and their uh, need to win. That's a good point. Win, so that's a good point. Oh, 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 uh, oh yeah, good joke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so that's all the contracts uh, we can talk about for a little bit. I'm sure there'll be some trades and stuff coming up in the next couple of months and whatnot. Okay, so uh, I wasn't sure if I wanted to talk about this, but um, I think maybe we could talk about it a little bit. The Austin Matthews sure. um, situation. Um, I'll just start out by saying, and I, I actually don't have a lot to say in this situation just a couple of minutes maybe we'll talk about it i generally don't care what hockey players do in their personal lives um i follow a couple of hockey players on instagram 
because they have cute dogs and they post pictures of their dogs. I like I like dogs. I like seeing pictures of cute dogs. That's really one of the real like Matt Shane. I like his dog. I follow him on Instagram. He's got a cute dog. I like his dog. Uh, other than that, I don't really care what hockey players do in their personal life. I know there's certain players like uh, Jake Allen. Sure. He's a local boy. I yeah. want to see what he's doing and stuff right. around Fredericton and whatnot. So, mm-hmm. uh, but generally, I don't care who they're dating. I don't care yada yada yada. I don't care about PK Suma and who who he's dating and all his Instagram videos and anything like that. I like him as a per- person. He's funny. Um, so, the fact that all this drama is going on with with Austin Matthews and he exposed himself or whatever, not like not a not as. It wasn't a front shot. No, he didn't expose his and Johnson. Even the, even the back shot was uh, covered in boxers. It wasn't. Yeah, no, it, no. It wasn't bare. No, but he bareback. Yeah, no, I, I know. It. <laughs> he exposed himself. That part's funny. Um, I that doesn't bother me that much. I don't think it's sexual assault. It's like, oh let's come on. Like, let's not be offended by freaking everything these days. Like, it's just a butt. But you got to think about what led up to it. And though. that that's my problem. That's my problem too. Regardless of, like, it's in the middle of the night or it's dark, whatever, and it's a bunch of guys trying to get into a, a car with a girl in there. It doesn't matter if she's a cop, a security guard, whatever. Like, that's going to be scary for the girl. Yep. That's not okay. That's just idiotic by him and whoever was with him. Uh, and I think he knows that. Austin Matthews isn't a stupid person. He's, no. like, maybe he was intoxicated, whatever. Um. So not cool. That's my opinion on that. Shouldn't have done that. That was dumb. Um. But everyone makes mistakes. I don't think Austin Matthews is the type of person where this is something else is going to happen in a year. No, it, it this is not, uh, this does not a pattern of behavior make uh, for him, especially now. Yeah. No, I, um, but I didn't think his media availability the other day in Toronto, I think it was after a game, was that good. I didn't see it. He, it was only a, maybe a 30 second clip that I saw. He said he can't really talk about it. Um, you know, he feels bad, and um, but he's not going to say much more. He's focusing on doing what he needs to do mm-hmm. to make the team better, and you know, and just turn it into the same talking point garbage that we usually hear from them. But um, I think his message was tightly controlled. I don't know where it goes just yet. Um, he's. I agree with you. Uh, at at his age, if I go back to when I was his age. I don't think I ever did that. I certainly didn't try to get in a car uh, that had mm-hmm. a lone female occupant with a couple of buddies. Uh, we don't know if he if he was the person to actually do it. Maybe he don't. was just with the people who did that. Mm-hmm. Um, so we don't know if, if he, or, I mean, from what I read, we don't know that he did. That's true. Maybe he admitted that he did. I don't yeah. know yet, but. There is uh, some security video, and I don't know if the video shows the, the attempt at the car, but it does show some guy, oh, a, an unidentified male, going through the parking lot with his pants around his ankles, mm. uh, which was a later, I guess, presumed or identified to be, uh, you know who. Yeah. So that part was seen and verified. The cop, I read the two police complaints, the, uh, that when the cop visited the mm. complainant and then went back to the building manager, uh, to look at the CCTV, uh, mm. video. And so I, I read both of those. There's a few things blacked out. For the most part, it's all described. So there's no question these things happened, mm. but- my overall thing, I, I'm like you, I don't really care what players do in their spare time and their private life. Um, I am concerned in a, in a mild way about the credibility and the upstandingness of the game. 
I like to see or consider hockey to be, I don't want to say a better sport than others, but when you look at... It's a very classy sport. It's a, it's supposed to be a very classy sport. The players arrive at the arena dressed in suits. Hmm. Uh, and, and this isn't just in the NHL, folks, and you, most of you probably know this, but when you've got uh, AA and AAA level players, even at the age of 12 or 13, they're dressed up. Hmm. They're dressed up when they pop off the bus at a town 100 miles away. It's, it's part of the culture. We're, we try to be classy. We try to be, uh, as, as, as a hockey culture, um, I'm not going to say better than, hmm. dot, dot, dot. But if we are better than, I'm okay with that. Yeah, we look good. We, we look, look damn good. good. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that didn't look good. Just overall. Didn't look good. I, I want to hear his version. And you I, probably never will. Probably never will if, if there if he 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 has his day in court. If there are court transcripts available, I'd like to read them. I don't want to throw all the blame on him right now. I think we should, in all fairness, we should listen to what he has to say yeah. before we make any kind of serious judgments. What they will be very very invested in doing, I'm sure, is his lawyer, his legal team, the team's legal team, will be bending over backwards to try to make a negotiation with the DA or yes. whoever carries the case down there, because. One thing we cannot have is him ending up with any kind of criminality in his record. Oh, yeah, that would be bad. Because that essentially can make it impossible for you to cross the border. Mm-hmm. He might not be admissible to Canada where he, it doesn't make sense. He'd only play 41 games a year mm-hmm. for the Leafs, those games that are held in, in the United States. Um, it, it won't get to that. It just won't mm-hmm. because the professional sports can't stand that exactly, and, and they just can't stand for it. So you'll likely see a plea to a lesser misdemeanor type charge that doesn't result in a criminal record. Exactly. There'll be apologies and maybe a fine or community service, something. volunteering something thing done. Um, Which, I mean, he's probably already done quite a bit for that city. No question. In general. So no question. doubt they're going to make him do more community service other than all the stuff he's already done. Like he, yeah. people make mistakes, so. And, and he's, like, his parents are very involved in his life. They come to a lot of games. Um, I'm sure with all the emotions he would be feeling, first off, when he came to his senses after the effects of his pops wore off or mm. whatever it was he had, um, probably he's feeling bad for what his mom and dad would think of him yeah. and, and all those things. So he's already being punished now, and anything that the legal system gets involved in is just a little more on top of that. It's, it's a good time to, if you're going to learn a lesson, it's a good time to learn it. Mm. So absolutely, yeah, and I do feel bad for the female security guard totally uh, in general because that would definitely be yeah. scary. She uh, was a military veteran, and she had seen some tra- traumatic things in her past. And she has, according to the police complaint, she had told them at least during the incident that she had PTSD, hmm. not from that incident, but right. but PTSD is something if you have it, then other things can trigger uh, a exactly, recurrence of the yeah. symptoms. So um, yeah, that'd be scary for sure. Oh yeah, really. Um, do you have anything else to add on that? Topic. I do not. Okay. Um, do you have any other hockey news? That you'd a little like to bit. Discuss? Just okay. one little piece. All right. This man right here, which we can see because he's facing us, uh, but the viewers can't see. Uh, he's on the back of the Stanley Cup. He's on the back of the Stanley Cup, and it's Guy Lafleur. Yeah. Are you aware of any of the Guy Lafleur news in the last couple of days? No. He had a cardiac um, diagnosis that was sudden. He had didn't know anything was wrong. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yesterday or the day before, or late, late last week, by the time you're hearing this, he underwent a quadruple bypass Whoa. heart procedure in Montreal. <clears throat> wow. Excuse me. Yeah. 
and it was successful. So it looks good, but of course in a quadruple bypass, they essentially take veins from another part of your body, typically the leg, yeah, leg. and they replace the blocked ones that are surrounding your heart muscle. And in this case, being a quadruple, they did four of them. Yeah. And, uh, that's significant. It is significant. And it's always scary because for some of this, you have to stop the heart yeah. while you're working on it. <laughs> and then you got to restart it. And that's, that's kind of crunch time, isn't it? That is crunch time. That's what that's. Yeah. I can't imagine going into that and knowing that. You might not come out. Yeah. That's wild. It is, uh, very scary uh, for him, I'm sure. Uh, now, uh, that all said, Guy Lafleur, despite his amazing production, he's the only player in the history of the National Hockey League who went six straight seasons with at least 50 goals <clears throat> and at least 100 points. No one's ever done that wow. since, ever. Wayne Gretzky's not done Gretzky's that? Gretzky's not done it. Crosby's not done it. Huh. Nope. He's the only man ever to do it. 50 goal seasons times six and all those same seasons at least 100 points. Wow. Unbelievable. That's impressive. Yeah. So... That all said, though, he was never known as an athlete. Oh? He's an amazing artiste and technician, <laughs> but he's not an athlete. He was and he, fast, though. And he's not a picture. Oh, he's very fast, but he was not a picture of health. He he would do his work in short bursts. He could skate like the wind hmm. for 20 seconds at a time. Uh. And then after the period was over, in the dressing room, he'd haul out his pack of export a oh really and smoke like a chimney really all his life and for all i know maybe he doesn't anymore <laughs> but he would smoke between periods <laughs> during national hockey league games and i'm not even sure that he didn't smoke on the bench wow uh maybe once or twice when the can you imagine seeing that today i can't a player smoking on the bench or I just can't. in general <laughs> i can't really <laughs> while other players are going in between periods and taking oxygen Gee's sitting there smoking, uh, yeah. <laughs> smoking a dart. <laughs> smoking a dart. <laughs> wow. So, so I just wanted to call, like, Gilles Lefer was a, a big part of the hockey culture in the 70s in Montreal and, mm. and still is. He had a bad falling out with the team at the end of things, and, and I think it was 82, 83, or 83, 84. Because he went to Quebec, didn't he? He did. He, yeah. he wanted, he wanted a, a better contract, I think, in Montreal, and it didn't come. He wanted like a longer term deal and he was just kind of fed up. So he played 19 or 20 games in the last season he played with Montreal and he retired. Mm -hmm. And then he came back a couple of years later, played some for the Rangers and yes. played some for the Nordiques and then retired again. But it, it never ended well. Mm. And that, that's unfortunate because just like Toronto and Dave Keon and, and some other players that, that have had a little falling out at the end of their career with the team, it takes decades sometimes to patch that up again. Patrick Law is a good example. Of Very, exactly. Yeah. Same thing. <clears throat> yeah. Well, so anyway, I'm glad to hear that uh, the procedure went well. You probably will get some advice from his doctors as to what to do and what not to do. Mm. And uh, from what I understand, and I know some people who've had bypasses, when it's successful, I've never talked to those who where it wasn't successful, <laughs> <clears throat> but when it's successful, when you wake up the next day, you feel so much better. Really? Because your heart is finally, after years maybe, of getting not enough blood mm. to the muscle, all of a sudden it is, and you feel like you can just take over the world. Wow. Yeah. It's quite something. Interesting. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, if you have, don't have any other hockey news, uh, I just have a couple of things to touch on. Sure. Um, the weekend of October 20th, uh, there, will, there, will, there will be no podcast. Um, that is the weekend that I'm going to Maine. Ah. to visit some peoples. Um, so I will not be available in any capacity to film 
uh, that weekend whatsoever. He will be incommunicado. Yes. Mm. If you would like to film a podcast by yourself, you feel free to, but I'm no pressure. I'm good. If I film a podcast, by, sorry, I'm popping my peas. If I film a podcast by myself, it'll likely be for my own channel. Well, it's funny you mentioned that because I have that on my list as oh, well. Okay. <laughs> um, you have started to, to post your travel vlogs on I your uh, YouTube channel, and that channel is called Brent Taylor, I believe. If you, if you just search Brent Taylor, maybe VY2HF on YouTube, uh, you'll be able to find his account or profile. Yeah. And, uh, well, you think you have two or three videos up there so far? I have three so far. I'm hoping to produce another one or two over this weekend and I'll upload them as soon as I get them done. Mm. And you've been kind enough to help me out with some thumbnails. So you'll, when you see the thumbnails for those videos, they'll look quite familiar. <laughs> they have that big impact italic font or whatever, yeah. and, and uh, they look really good. So, uh, but if you're not back in time to give me a thumbnail, I'll still put the video up and just add the thumbnail later. Yeah, no, yeah, no worries. And you have probably have at least six or seven, or eight, 10, 15 Probably more. 10 at least. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was over there for 17 days. Some of the days will be compacted two days into one mm -hmm. video. Uh, but yeah, it's everything from driving up to the airport here in Charlottetown to getting off the plane in London and and then each day after that. Mm. And it, some of them are boring. Like if, if you don't like me giving <laughs> history lessons from the Tower of London, don't bother. <laughs> Yeah. But if you find it somewhat interesting, I would like to know, and, and I'd like to, like, I'm not a marketing person for my channel yet. Right. I, I want to be that, but, uh. You want to make some travel tip videos. I do. And I have the topics. I have 18 topics already identified Whoa. for travel tips for those who may be traveling, traveling in general, but specifically to the United Kingdom. Okay. There are things you need to know about the voltage and about the, what groceries are like, and just, it's. Some of it's vastly different. Mm. Like if you book a room on the first floor of a hotel, when you get there, you're going upstairs. It's actually this. Hmm. The second? That's right. Because huh. there, the ground floor is what we would normally call the first floor, yeah. and the, the first one up is the... So anyway, things like that, if you think you're, oh, I'll just book the first floor. That way I won't have to carry my suitcases up the stairs. Guess what, buddy? You just <laughs> lost. So, you know, things like that. All I, right. I, I'd like to do more and, and, and I'd like to be better at it too. The more I, you do, the better, you, better you'll get. Exactly. Look at, yeah. look at you. You were crap when you started. Uh, yes, I was. No, I'm just kidding. No, I, like, I was I'm just literally. kidding. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> that was a joke, but it was 100% truth. Uh, what are you going to use to film? I don't know. I, I might ask to borrow a camera. Oh, if you have, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, was, I, was, I like that G7X. Yeah. I, I know you want to sell it to me. Yeah, I'll sell it to you. Um, can I get it on the installment plan? Probably not. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I'll give it to you for future considerations. There, oh, okay. Yeah, that. <laughs> how about this? Um, you give me the G7X, and when I die, you can have everything of mine. Uh, I'll think about it. Yeah, because you're getting that anyway. So, <laughs> um, If you want to see some of my uh, summer travels and photos and stuff, you can follow my Instagram. It's uh, N-E-I-L-T-A-Y-L-O-R. R, there's two R's at the end. Uh, I've just been posting some camping pictures and uh, starry, starry night stuff. Night stuff. Whoa, that's uh, been great. I did the Cape Breton Trail or the Cabot Trail in Cape Breton three times this summer. Did lots of camping. Man, um, yeah, and hurting myself, hurting the ankle in, in March, and being on bed rest for basically three months and leaving the house six times in three months basically is. Uh, really lit a fire under my butt to get out and do stuff this summer. Yeah. So that's, that's one of the main reasons why I was not around. Yeah. This summer. I still see a, you know, hobbling a little bit. How's, how is that going? In the morning, 
in the morning, it's it's a bit of a hobble, mm-hmm. but uh, usually after I'm done my shower, good to go. Right on. Good to go. Yeah, that's good. Are you going to put the skates on again this fall or? The I winter? hope. I hope to at least go for like a public skate just to kind of get my bearings again and stuff. Yeah. Um, but probably not play hockey this this fall. No, it's not quite back there yet. So, right. Um, that's all I have. That's Ooh. all the notes I have. So wow. Yeah, I'm hoping that we can film probably Monday night uh, those four videos. So you might want to get your predictions ready and. I have, I've already done some research on them, okay. actually. Yeah, I have, I can tell you my number one uh, team in each division already, but it's uh, fine. Excellent. Oh, I knew there was something else I wanted to mention. Yeah. Um, I wanted to give a shout out to Chris Wilkinson, mm-hmm. who has been on this channel before. If you've watched the channel for a, a while, you would have seen Chris before. Um, he just posted a video to his YouTube channel, and I think that the general viewer would love it. He does, um, it's called difference between seasons and he's driving up queen street in charlottetown so he's driving up in the summer and then he transitions to the exact same place driving in the winter time in the that, middle of a snowstorm that's cool uh so if you just search on youtube chris wilkinson uh charlottetown queen street you'll probably find the video he just posted it today um uh, it's 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 awesome i want you to watch it i definitely will watch it. i love that before and after yeah. whole thing. I, I just, I can't get enough of that stuff. It's really cool. And uh, definitely go subscribe to Chris because he has all kinds of videos on there that I think you guys would find entertaining. Now he's known as Spin Photo on Twitter, right? Yeah. I think it's Chris Wilkinson though on, okay. on YouTube. All right. And um, yeah, we're trying to get him to a thousand subscribers. He posts videos uh, every couple of weeks, I would say. Uh, he's got some more mystery boxes from Princess Auto to unbox. So. <laughs> they're, they're hilarious. Yeah. Check out Chris on, on YouTube. He's got some good stuff. And uh, you might see me on there as well in a couple of videos. So uh, thanks for joining me for this this podcast number 82. Good to be back. Yeah, good to be back. Uh, thank you guys for watching or listening, regardless if you're watching on YouTube or listening um, on iTunes or whatever. Um, thanks for coming back and listening. And thanks for understanding that uh, we were we needed some time away, needed to recharge. And it definitely was needed. Uh, I was definitely getting burned out a little bit. And I think that was quite apparent on, on camera and uh with the content. So uh, I'm glad to be back. I feel a lot better and uh, hope you guys are enjoying the start to the start to the next hockey season. We're in the preseason. So um, yeah, let me know how your summers were down below in the comments. I'd love to hear from you guys and hear what's going on in your lives. So thank you very much for, for watching and listening and we will see you this week in actual post to post videos. Adios. <laughs>